0: The word is true. No For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Receive these words of life today, which have the capacity to change your life forever through the ministry of Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi. Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi is the lead pastor of Central Fellowship Ministries, a ministry headquartered in Ghana that is focused on the expansion of the Kingdom of Christ through the preaching of the Gospel. He also oversees and coordinates the Central Fellowship Theological College, a theological college that is focused on perfecting the saints through the accurate knowledge of Christ. Now, stay connected. To this life-giving message from Pastor Prosper Eto Music. Are...
1: Hallelujah, hallelujah. It's such a joy to come your way once again with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Speaking on a thing without controversy. The gospel is God's commitment to man. It is God's outstretched arm. It is His promise fulfilled. The facts speak for themselves. The facts of the gospel are the basis for faith. Its details evolved in very apt terms to settle the demands of justice. We must never toy with the details. We must not be found referring to them only. We must be preaching the details in every service. Every sermon, everywhere, when we go to First Corinthians fifteen one to four, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain for I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again a third day according to the scriptures hallelujah these events are the events that make it Christ's faith Christianity hallelujah Peter at one point trivialized this truth he attempted to draw Jesus into emotive desires he got a sharp rebuke in Matthew sixteen twenty one, we see that account there from 21 to 23. Let me read. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day, 22. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. Look at the response of Jesus in verse 23. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get ye behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou severest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men." This was Satan. To speak lightly of the sufferings of Christ is a man of Satan. It is Antichrist. Jesus looked at his beloved and rebuked Satan it is that serious he called some fools in Luke 24 25 to 27 let me read then he said unto them "O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken verse 20 says ought not Christ who have suffered these, these things and enter into his glory verse 27 and beginning at Moses and all the prophets he expounded unto them in all scriptures some have movies such as the passion of the Christ and have wept. They've seen such movies and have wept. For what? Pitying Jesus? Feeling for him? That must be foolishness. That must be frivolous. That must be ridiculous. It is It is at best canal. You should be rejoicing. Without his sufferings, you are hell bound. The mission is setting. We have sung songs like, I don't know why Jesus loved me. Wow. Or he died. Wow. If you're still singing such songs or you still do not know why, then you need special prayers, I guess. Hallelujah. He died to save you from eternal damnation. Just like those folks on the road to Emmaus, we have trivialized the sufferings of Christ. Unknown to them, and of course to us, many, this is the message of the entire Bible his sufferings. His sufferings which will include death and death which will be physical and spiritual death. Again, it will be his burial when he descended into Hades. It will also be about his glory which will be resurrection and ascension bodily. We are talking about bodily resurrection and ascension as he sat at the right hand of the father hallelujah so this is from where we must preach holiness this is where we must preach faith this is where we must preach success provision and any sermon we might develop even as preachers christ and him crucified nothing more nothing less as we see in first corinthians 2 1 to 5 hallelujah We've seen God's commitment, firm commitment to mankind in his death and resurrection. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creator. All things are passed away, behold, all things are become new. Verse 18, And all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Christ Jesus. And have given us the ministry of reconciliation, verse 19, to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and have committed unto us the word of reconciliation. He will not count sins. He will not take record of sins. The gospel is a gift, a gift of no condemnation. Hallelujah. It's a gift of grace. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. And so we cannot go back. We cannot go back. We cannot go back. We cannot go back. But to preach this gospel, not knowing this, we have made our audience suffer in ignorance. Many altar calls sound more as though it was an altar call prepared to slaughter the sinner. We have asked men to give their lives to Christ. Where did we get that from? We have misrepresented God. Salvation is not giving your life to Christ. The unbeliever is dead. Spiritually, he's not alive. Let's go to Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2 verse 1. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Verse 3 Among whom also we all had our conversations in times past, in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Verse 4 But God glory to Jesus but God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherein he loved us even when we were dead in sin hath quickened us together with Christ by grace ye are saved Romans five twelve. wherefore by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin and so death passed upon all men for all have sinned the sinner had no life to give Salvation is not an exchange. It is a gift to be received. God gives. We receive. Hallelujah. God received nothing. Receives nothing from the unbeliever. Let us view scriptures in this regard. Mark 16, 15. And he said unto them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Verse 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. The audience to the gospel is to believe the gospel. Hallelujah. John 1, 12. But as many as believed him, to them he gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. To receive is to take, to lay hold upon to accept. The Greek word is Lambano. Hallelujah. John 3.14 And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Verse 16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. We only believe. Hmm. All that we are to do is to believe this gospel. Hallelujah. Believing is receiving. Believing is receiving. When you believe, you receive. You have. You are not to give anything. In the book of Acts, we have numerous examples. Let's look at a few. Acts 2, 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. To repent means to change your mind. The Greek word is metanoia. They were to turn their minds to the message. This is via believing it. When they said they received Ah, glory to Jesus. When they did this, they received. Acts 8:14. Now, when the apostles which were at Jerusalem head that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John. Samaria received glory to Jesus. No one gave, only God gives a salvation. He gave it all. Romans 8:32. He that spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all how shall he not with him also freely give us all things sufficient is not the great exchange no 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 he gives freely if it were an exchange in that sense it would be it will not be a free gift it will not be free it would rather be conditional one classic instance is in the let's, let's have a look at this. Let's have a look at this. Let's have a look at this. In Acts 16.30. And put them out and said, says, and said, says, hmm, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? Some modern day altar calls would have said, accept that you are a sinner, confess your sins, attend church, believe, wear a scarf and stop putting on trousers I'm sure that would have been it but that is not it they have simply reenacted Moses six steps to salvation eight steps to eternal life nine doors ten keys that is ridiculous Paul gave the word God's eternal commitment to them why he justified Abraham why he justified David why he justified Abel Paul preached to believe and receive faith. Acts 16.31 And they said, look at what they said. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in thy house. God's commitment and chatter is doing nothing, become nothing, and give nothing. I have done everything. Ephesians 2.8 For by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Salvation lives as simply giving glory to Jesus alone, by grace alone, through faith alone. We have asked the sinner to surrender all. We have not been good ambassadors of Jesus. We should be preaching that God surrendered all. The unbeliever is to believe and receive. We are not to end anything. Jesus end all for us. The danger in another gospel is or are the fruits. Sadly, we have evolved man-based Christianity, our or better still, Christianism. We have told men that God remains unmoved until they do something. They must give to be blessed. The dangerous money, materialistic message has misrepresented God. We have created a man-initiative to God's power. We have lied. We do not give to receive. We receive to give. God is the giver. When you know this, you will quit bowing at the altar of lies. Mm. So, a $60 seed for blessing. It is interesting that this particular God is America. Or, at best, love's dollars. Mm. Second Corinthians 9 8. And God is able to make all grace come to you in abundance, so that you may also always be sufficient. You may you may always be sufficient, or you may always sufficient will abound to every good work. The donor is God. We are only recipients. Praise the living God. I trust this message has blessed you. I trust that it has edified you. I trust that you have moved your thinking pattern to another dimension. I trust that you've moved from the old pattern to believing the gospel. He gave his gifts. He gave, gave, and gave. Anything outside like this is not the gospel. His commitment is to the unbeliever. He gives, surrenders, laid down his life. Gave his son. What manner of love is this? Hallelujah. Praise the living God. I trust that we'll stop the circus show. We start to believe God. He gives, we receive. This is his firm, unmovable, undeniable commitment to us. His charter. I believe the gospel he gives, I receive. I trust this has blessed you. Grace and peace be multiplied to you as we grow in this knowledge. Rise to your feet and in whatever way possible, share this good news to a brother, a sister, a friend. That all that we need to do now is to believe. To the believer, we walk in the confidence of what we believe. In the name of Jesus, may this day bring blessing to you. May you walk in the fulfillment of his mandate for your life. In Jesus' mighty name. I'll come your way again sometime soon. My name is Pastor Prosper Etonam-Russi. Be blessed. Amen.